Welcome to the awesome pod mix. You are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, when a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about the TV show Ted Lasso season 3 second episode. The show is developed by Jason Sudeikis, Bill Lawrence, Brendan Hunt and Joe Kelly. This episode's title is I Don't Wanna Go, Chelsea, written by Sasha Gehon and directed by MJ Delaney. The episode begins with the opening music of the song Lovely Day slash Good As Hell mashup by Pomplamoose. We see the team of KJPR at work. Keely is headed for a shoot. Keely wants her team to loosen up a bit. She's trying very hard to connect, but it's not working. The title sequence begins. Ted enters Rebecca's cabin with biscuits saying, Good morning, Wyatt, and everybody yells, Ted. Trent Krem, independent, is seated opposite Rebecca while Higgins and Keely are standing by Rebecca's side. Rebecca informs Ted that Trent wants to follow the club and write a book on them. Trent feels there's a story worth telling. Indeed, there is. It's called Believe the Lasso Way. It's my title for the book, but I'm sure the writers are going to come up with something way better. I believe Trent is going to publish the book by the end of the season. Rebecca lies through her teeth saying she, Keely and Higgins love the idea. But ultimately, it's Ted's decision. Trent looks at Ted. Ted looks at Rebecca, Keely and Higgins who are gesturing at him to refuse. Ted contemplates for a moment, gauges all the gestures and says, Sure, what the heck, why not? When can you start? No time like the present except 11-11, that's my wishing time, or 23-11 if I'm at a military base or Euro Disney. If Ted believes, I believe. I believe in Ted even when Ted doesn't believe in himself. Higgins breaks the news that Zava is leaving Juventus. Ted thinks it's like a couple breaking up in the Greek mythology. Trent says, Zava is a world-class striker who's about to leave his club in Italy. Higgins reveals Zawa wants to play in the Premier League. Zawa's wife binge-watched The Office and wants to live in England. Ted is quick to assume and say, I think you mean Scranton, Pennsylvania, buddy. Rebecca corrects Ted, saying, British office, Ted. Ted says, that's right, you all did a pre-make over here. The office is created by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. I caught up with the American office only because of John Krasinski. Zawa is a huge diva and very expensive. He may leave chaos and trophies behind, but who wants that kind of drama? The moment Rebecca hears West Ham can afford Zava, Rebecca wants Zava for Richmond. Everyone is excited. Keely and Higgins leave to set up a meeting. Even Ted leaves. Trent questions Rebecca if she is doing this just because her ex-husband wants Zava. Everyone by the door gestures Rebecca to say no. Rebecca says yes, Trent loves that. I love the structure of this scene. It began with everyone gesturing to say no to Trent Krem and it ended with the same. Both the characters' responses were also opposite of the gestures. In the hallway, Ted checks with Keely to see how she's doing. Keely expresses that she wishes her team would loosen up a little. Ted suggests taking them for an outdoor activity to which Keely thinks blood moon ritual. Ted was thinking something like an escape room but clamero clamaro. Ted leaves and Isaac meets Keely. Isaac wants a shoe deal. No brands in particular, but shoes in general. Something like this has happened in the first season or am I having deja vu? I skimmed through the previous seasons and inquired about it on Twitter. 
At the rate Faye Zeus pointed out that in season 1 episode 8 titled Diamond Dogs, Isaac asked for a Rolo's deal. That's why I felt that it had happened before as well. Jamie exchanges pleasantries with Keely and then moves on to the water cooler once he spots Roy approaching Keely. Isaac notices the awkwardness between Roy and Keely. Isaac tells Jamie that Roy and Keely have broken up. Jamie wonders who told Isaac that. Isaac replies, it's not who, it's what. Kinesics, study of body language. No eye contact, Keely's crossed arms, Roy's clenched arse. It's science. In Roy's defense, his arse is always clenched. Jamie walks behind Keely in the hallway and then enters Roy's cabin. Jamie checks with Roy if he and Keely broke up. Roy questions who told him that. Jamie replies, no one, I used body science. Jamie saying poopay and body signs is extremely funny. Roy confirms the breakup news. Jamie makes an aw face and it pisses Roy off. Aw face is when you go aw. Roy questions, what's that fucking face? Jamie replies, it's called empathy you fucking old fart. Jamie explains that he gets it because he was also once dumped by Keely. Roy corrects him saying, I broke up. Jamie is curious to know why. Roy assumes Jamie wants to ask Keely out. Jamie clarifies he just wanted to check on Roy to see if he's doing okay. Jamie stretches his arms to hug Roy but he shoves him away. We were about to get a reverse hug after Roy hugged Jamie but no. Jamie was being mature trying to comfort Roy. But Roy doesn't want comfort and he doesn't want anyone to know about the breakup either. Jamie deflects it on William the Kitman to not say a word about it. Coach Beard enters the cabin speaking to someone over the phone saying they sleepwalk. I guess it's Jane. Ted is reading a book titled Inverting the Pyramid, the History of Football Tactics. Inverting the Pyramid Success was also season 2 finale's episode title. Coach Beard asks what Ted thinks of the book. Ted is having a tough time just reading the table of contents. Ted has a few questions for Coach Beard. What would you think if we got Zava? Coach Beard shrieks. This is Coach Beard's first shriek of the episode. Ted checks if that's a good shriek. Ted's second question is, who is Zava? Classic Ted. Coach Beard informs that Ted knows who Zava is. Ted replies, beg to differ Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer is a German model and actress based in the United Kingdom. Coach Beard shows Ted the video of Veggie Dog Vigilante. Ted wasn't aware that that fella played football. Ted used the word football without even thinking. The book is working. The phone beeps and it's 11-11. Make a wish. If Ted believes, I believe. Ted and Coach Beard make a wish. Ted is curious to know what Coach Beard wished for. Ted doesn't want their wishes to cancel each other's wishes out. Coach Beard informs that's not how it works. In the locker room, Isaac and Sam are fighting about something. Ted and Coach Beard intervene. Sam informs that they just heard the most upsetting rumor. Ted inquires if it's about them getting Zawa. Danny Rojas just wished for it 30 seconds ago. Everyone is excited about Zawa. Ted is confused as to what the team is upset about. Is it because Trent Krem is writing a book about the team? Chaos ensues when the players think Trent Krem is writing a book about Zawa joining the team. Ted corrects the players saying he's just coming here to write a book about our team. To this Mo Bumbercat says, Zava is writing a book about us? Ted corrects him saying, no, Trent Krem. Terry Zoho angrily questions, why would Zava write a book about Trent Krem? The mystery of what the players were worked up about is yet not solved. 
Yan Mas reveals Roy and Keely broke up. Coach Beard shrieks, it's his second shriek of the episode and Ted almost faints. Coach Beard catches Ted before he can fall. Roy enters the locker room asking what's going on. Everyone makes an awe face looking at Roy. Roy assumes Jamie spilled the beans. It wasn't Jamie, it was Isaac. Jamie tries to explain but Roy cuts him when he hears about Zaba. Ted asks, Roy, do you want to talk about it? Roy replies, no, I don't want to talk about me and Keely. Ted says, no, I meant Zava. Do you want to talk about it? Roy replies, sure, he's nuts, but he'll help us win games. Ted confesses, that time I was actually talking about you and Keely. I knew Ted cared more about Keely and Roy than Zava. I love these scenes so much, one banger after another. Ted requests Will to go to Ted's apartment and grab his CD labeled Ted's Breakup Mix. I want to start a petition to release Ted's breakup mix. Will doesn't know what a CD is. Coach Beard gets on the job. Ted tosses his keys at Coach Beard but he already has a pair. Ted comforts Roy saying, we've all been dumped before, we are here for you. Roy corrects Ted saying, Keely didn't dump him, he broke up with her. Coach Beard comes rushing back to the locker room and reacts saying, what? Everyone's reaction in that room is the same as the audience reaction. No one wanted Roy and Keely to break up. Just as Roy says this day couldn't get any worse, on cue Higgins walks in with Trent Krem to introduce him to the team. Roy questions, what's this prick doing here? Roy referred to Trent Krem as a prick in season 1 episode 3 titled Trent Krem. We didn't know the why back then. We are about to know the why now. Higgins wants the team to welcome Trent with open arms and open minds. Roy issues a warning that no one say a fucking word around Trent. Roy enters Ted's cabin and slams the door behind him. Ted assures that they'll work out the specifics later. Keely is at her ad film shoot. The song Ready to Go by Republica plays. Ted messages Keely, just heard the news. You tell me when, you tell me where, cause I freaking know the why. Keely is shooting for Kafka Mini. It's the same coffee flavored vodka brand she modeled for in season 1 second episode titled Biscuits. Keely meets an old friend Shandy Fine. Shandy is very proud of Keely for making it on her own. The clients complain that the club feels too empty. They insist on getting a hundred more extras. My first thought was why don't you shoot it smartly and then duplicate it in the post. Shandy suggests they use a strobe effect and make people pass in front of the camera which will make it look packed without spending any money. The clients are impressed. Higgins brings in the news that Zawa doesn't want to meet Rebecca. He doesn't want to sign with West Ham either. Rebecca is aware that'll only make Rupert want it more. Higgins feels there's nothing Rupert can do. Rebecca gets upset because Higgins just drinks it. As Trent Krem walks the hallway of Richmond, the song A Well-Respected Man by the Kings plays. Trent stops Jamie to ask something but he says no and walks away. The moment Trent Krem enters the locker room, the team goes silent and the moment he steps out, the chitter is back. Trent enters a cabin he's sharing with Roy because it was Ted's idea. There's a breakup care package for Roy. It contains a C-shaped card from Lisa and a bunch of balloons. The C-shaped card has fishes printed on it and it reads, There's plenty of fish in the sea. C as in the third letter of the English alphabet C. Trent tries to make conversation with Roy by saying, So, Richmond against Chelsea. That'll be your first time back there since you retired, right? 
Roy doesn't respond. Trent receives a call from his publisher and Roy starts to pop the balloons from his care package. Trent gets the hint and takes the call outside. Keely hires Shandy to work in her company. Barbara doesn't support Keely's decision. She speaks to Shandy in a rude and hurtful manner. Keely goes to Barbara's cabin to reprimand her. As she tells Barbara to be more kind, she notices Barbara's snow globe collection. This helps Keely make a connection with Barbara. Keely believes in Shandy and she wants Barbara to do the same. Trent waits for Roy outside the training facility pleading for a second chance. Roy doesn't entertain, he asks him to fuck off. Keely believes in believing in people and giving them second chances Roy does not. At the stadium, Rebecca and Keely discuss about Shandy. Higgins walks in with an almost confirmed news that Zava is joining Chelsea. On the ground, Roy exchanges pleasantries with Bruce and even Bruce gives him an awe face. Roy is like, I broke up with her. As Roy takes his seat in the court stand, everyone chants, He's here! He's there! He's every fucking where! Roy Kent! Roy turns to look at the fans. Keely smiles listening to the chant but it also makes her slightly sad. Rebecca notices this and holds Keely's hand to comfort her. I love such friendships. Zava makes an appearance before the match. Everyone is excited about Zava, Jamie not so much. I see a potential conflict between Jamie and Zava in the future. The match begins. Chelsea scores the first goal. Rupert shows up at halftime to meet Zava. Rebecca sends Higgins to learn more about that meeting. Rebecca now reveals the story of how she went out with Rupert. Rebecca used to bartend in a private club and Rupert once visited with his then wife. Rupert was the life and soul of the party, charm personified. He even left a massive tip for Rebecca. A week later, he came without his wife and asked Rebecca out. Of course, Rebecca declined, but Rupert kept coming back to talk to spend time to get to know Rebecca. Keely says, it's a fine line between stalking and romance. Six weeks later, Rupert asked Rebecca out again and she agreed without hesitation. Rupert made Rebecca feel wanted and chosen. Upon hearing this, Keely comforts Rebecca. There was so much hurt in Rebecca's eyes. Team Richmond discusses strategy to win against Chelsea. Ted says that Richmond is being so unoffensive that they are like a Christmas Hallmark movie. Trent Krem enters the locker room and the team goes pin drop silence. Trent takes the hint and is about to leave but Ted stops him. Ted requests Trent to hold on and asks Roy to speak with him in private. Roy questions, what's a Christmas Hallmark movie? Ted says, hey look man. I don't know what your beef is with Trent, but I'm gonna need you to order off the vegan menu right now and squash it. Because your ego is about to sabotage a whole lot more than a silly football match. You feel me? Ted now explains a Christmas Hallmark movie. Hallmark Christmas movies are films that feature women from the big city falling in love with their childhood crushes. It's usually some fella that owns a Christmas tree farm. Sometimes he's also Santa Claus or a prince. They suck, but they are good, but they also mostly suck but they're also kind of great. They're good with the sound off. Now go fix this, please. Roy yells for Trent to speak with him in private. Trent reacts, shaken literally. Roy removes this piece of article from his wallet wherein Trent had written him off in his initial days. Roy reads the headline. Newcomer Roy Kent is an overhyped so-called prodigy whose unbridled rage and mediocre talent rendered his Premier League debut a profound disappointment. Roy was 17 at the time. It wrecked him. Trent thought he was being edgy and was trying to make a name for himself. All he did back then was look for the worst in people. Trent apologizes to Roy. 
As Roy keeps the piece of article back in his wallet, I was like, Roy, it's time you tore it off. It doesn't define you anymore. You're not 17 anymore. You've grown. People were chanting your name in the league match today. I used to have every piece of insult screenshot on my phone. I have grown and let it go. Jamie and Sam point out that Team Chelsea is not marking the players of Team Richmond so Richmond can use this to their advantage. Higgins returns with the news that Zawa might go with West Ham. Rebecca thinks if Rupert can sweet-talk Zawa into joining West Ham, even she can sweet-talk Zawa into joining Richmond. Rupert introduces Rebecca to Zawa as his ex-wife. Rebecca introduces herself as the owner of Richmond. Zawa's character is drawn from a former Los Angeles soccer player named Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Zawa is such a dick that he says it's an honor for Rebecca to meet him. Zawa excuses himself and goes in the direction of the restroom. Rebecca expresses that she's surprised Rupert bought West Ham. She thought Richmond was Rupert's one true love. What Rupert said next pissed me off so much. He said, Guess I'm just like any man. Just get bored with the same old, same old. That's such a slap in any person's face who's been in a relationship with him. Fuck off and die, Rupert. Rebecca goes to the men's restroom where Zawa is peeing. She does the opposite of sweet talk and calls him out for being a dick. He's overrated and overpaid. Rebecca is fucking boss-ass bitch. Love her. On the ground, what an epic goal Richmond scores against Chelsea. Hughes slides it to Tart, Tart to Obisanya. The ball bounces off the goalpost and Rojas' face scores a goal. The commentators have an epic exchange. Arlo questions, Chris, have you ever scored with your face? Chris replies, I've scored with every part of my body, Arlo. That's a ridiculous question. At the press meet, Zawa makes an announcement. Rebecca is watching it on a stadium TV and Rupert on his phone. Zawa announces he won't be playing for Chelsea. Rebecca can't watch it. Zawa reveals he'll play for Richmond. Mo Bumbercatch reveals the news to the team. We got Zawa. Coach Beard shrieks twice. It's his fourth shriek in this episode. Looking forward to many more shrieks from Coach Beard this season. Everyone cheers except for Jamie. Jamie says, fans are not gonna like this. The usual fans are celebrating. Back at the Richmond facility, Coach Beard marks their record. Roy looks at the piece of article and tears it off. Coach Beard reveals that his girlfriend Jane finds his and Ted's relationship threatening. Ted checks with Roy what it was like being back at Chelsea. Roy says he felt sad. Last time his team played against Arsenal and they did very well but he played like shit. Roy thought he wasn't good enough. He should have enjoyed it instead of feeling guilty. Ted turns it around saying, if you hadn't left Chelsea when you did, we probably would have never met. Ted bats his eyelashes at Roy. I so love Ted. Roy leaves. Nights falling by Andrew Bird plays. Trent says, sport, it's quite the metaphor. Ted agrees. It also makes for a heck of a nickname. Trent says goodnight, Ted. Ted says goodnight, sport. It was such a great episode. I loved it. From the beginning till the end. I hope from here on it goes onward and upward. You can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.